You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Amen, 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 and amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Welcome to Friday Night Joy. Um, Reverend Ray, I'm their host tonight. Amen. This is on When Christian Speak Talk Radio. We do this every Friday around about 7 o'clock. Amen. So we're excited to be in the house with you today. I also welcome, want to welcome those that will be listening to uh, the other different media like uh, Spreaker.com, uh, iHeartRadio, and a couple others. And also uh, Facebook Live. We're trying to do something different. Yeah, those that know me know that uh, I don't do Facebook Live, but uh, this is a word that uh, God had given me last week, amen, and I wanted to be able to share with, to share with you. But you also can um, please feel free to go to Blog Talk Radio and click on with Christian Speak to be able to listen to the broad, the, uh, the broadcast like to like that too. Also, um, our message today is is this is part two of the series. It's called the Power and Authority. And oftentimes we don't um, operate and the power and authority that God has, has given us. And they, amen. And we don't realize who we belong to. We don't realize how much power that we have. And we, uh, not all, but most of the time we get defeated about things that are happening in life. But, man, if we really stand in the promises of Jesus Christ and and all that he has given us, we're some awesome people, man. And that's not for us to get the big head, nothing like that, but that's a place of humility. We're going to talk about all that in a few minutes, but I do have a couple of quick announcements I want to uh, talk to you before we actually get started. Amen. So, again, I want to welcome those that are listening through on um, um, Facebook Live. Uh, when Christians Speak Talk Radio, uh, we have several broadcasts during the week. Uh, His Abounding Grace Minister Vanessa Williams, amen, is every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the finished work with Reverend Pat Randall is Thursday at 12 noon. I do Friday Night Joy with friends, amen, at 7 p.m. The Bread of Life. With, with, with me, that's me, y'all. I do, on Sundays at 7 p.m. Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. My monthly guests are as follows. Life Plan with Apostle Shirley Jones is every first Monday at 7 p.m. The Bowling of Beautiful with Reverend Novena Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Adoration with Evangelist Lewis McElwain. It's every third Monday of the month. Amen. At 7 p.m. Marriage Takeover, which is one of our latest broadcasts. Amen. Is uh, the Body of One with Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. Every third Sunday at 7 p.m. And Marriage Takeover is a broadcast that deal with uh, couples being married and those that desire to be be married. They have, uh, this this uh, Reverend Eric and Tamika are very um, transparent with those things. Our newest broadcast is called Three Real Life, Real Men, and Real Talk with myself, Elston Green, Cleof Malone, and Antonio Mitchell. It's every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Amen. This is a broadcast that being geared towards young men and old men. I got to say that too. It's being geared towards men. Amen. And uh, we'll talk about things that men face, our issues, our upside downs, what we need to. 
uh, be transformed to and anything and everything that God is uh, working on us on. Midday um, Global Prayer is the prayer of Reverend Gwen Dixon. It's every Wednesday. This is a, a toll-free conference call prayer. It's every Wednesday, amen, at 1 p.m. The dollar number is 641-715-3580. And the access code is 732-499. You can feel free to come get in, uh, get in contact with any of those broadcasts and listen to any of those broadcasts at any given time. Amen. Again, we are excited about the message today. We're going to go ahead and get started and open up in prayer. But uh, like I said today, our topic is the power and the authority, the power and the authority. Amen. Father God, we come today first truly not by might nor by power, but by your spirit. Lord Jesus, we come, God, submitting ourselves unto you, knowing that you are in control. You know everything, God. There is to know about us. You know our ups and our downs. You know our tears and our frowns, God. You know where we've been and you know where we're going. So we submit ourselves unto you today, today that you would have your way, God. We realize we can't do it without you. But every time we try, we fail. And we not only fail, we fail miserably. So, God, we give you this day. We give you this broadcast. We give you those who are listening to the different social media, God. We pray that this message will prick their hearts and remind them who they are, God, that they've been bought with a price that they've been bought with the price, and they belong to you. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you begin to remind Lord Jesus of the, of the price that was paid for at the cross. You know where they're at. You know their private prayers. They don't want us to know about us, but you and them. So we, get, we pray, God, that you will come into the midst of your people today and begin to speak to them, God. Show them the oracles and the mysteries of you. Show them, Lord Jesus, God, how you, the, the love that you have shown, Lord Jesus, allow them to know that they are not alone. In fact, Jesus, you said that you promised never to leave us. No, for, so we thank you in advance for what you're doing. Again, we give this broadcast to you, every listener, God, every, we pray that every microphone, <laughs> all the different platforms that we broadcast out, God, will function the way that you created. In Christ Jesus' name, amen, amen. And amen. Again, I want to remind you about it. You can listen to us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Spreaker.com, iTunes, to name just a few. Amen. Also, YouTube and, um, <laughs> and SoundCloud. So there's quite a few. We broadcast on quite a few different platforms. Uh, we don't normally do Facebook Live. Amen. But uh, we decided to do Facebook Live because there's a message for the people of God, and we want to make sure that uh, – we get the message out. Amen. The power and the authority. Last week we talked about the power and the authority, and we looked at some scriptures how uh, about Jesus and his power and authority. And we also looked at the fact that he got questioned about his authority, you know, and everything. And I'm, I'm not going to go back and um, redo last week. I want you to go back and listen to the, the audio again, go to the different sites I just named, because I want to move on, amen, because I got a lot of, uh, a lot to say here. And, and one of the things I find out when, I don't know about you, but one of the things I find out is that when you begin to study the Word of God, you not only study uh, the Word of God and the gleam things, but you're also um, gleaming and, and listening to it yourself. You know what I mean? I mean, this word was definitely for me, man. When I, when I was I was telling a friend of mine while so I was listening to it, went back and I listened to it, it was, man, it had me shouting a little bit, amen. And it just to remind me, you know, and I think that's what the word of God does, is just to remind us 
man, that God wants us to know who we are, you know, and to realize whom we are. And that we are not some weak people that that are not afraid of the enemy every time he he shows his ugly head and nothing like that. But we have power and we have authority. Amen. We have power and we have authority. So y'all got to bear with me. I'm trying to get this thing right. I'm, hopefully I'm coming through um, strong and um, amen. And, and there's no echo or nothing like that. Amen. Amen. So let's go ahead and get started. Last week there were four um, things to be brought that deals with the power of the authority we talked about uh, in a place of humility. Jesus was a very humble person. He recognized and uh, he recognized, uh-oh, okay. He recognized uh, Facebook that sent me a message, but we back. He recognized that there were, he recognized who his father was. And we got to realize where our power and authority come from. Okay, our power and authority come from Jesus Christ, amen. And that's coming out of Luke chapter 9, verses 1 through 6. But we're going to read um, verses 1. It says, Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure all disease. So we have the, the power and the authority. Now, let me say something when I say that, okay? When I'm talking about the power and authority we have, this is because of the Holy, Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. In other words, we can't do anything at the Holy, the indwelling of that's the source of the power. That's where the power come from. Now, there were four things we talked about last week. We talked about heaven being in a place of humility. We talked about um, being in a place of a relation, having a relationship with God. Okay, we talked about obedience to God. And we talked about being submitting ourselves to God. And we also talked about love. All those things all are tied up together to make their, their, their power and their authority that which Christ is effective. Otherwise, we like a sound of rest. We don't have love to top all that out. The man, we just going through the motions. We're wasting time. But God wants us to operate in true power and authority that He has given you and me to go out into the hedges and the highways and compare men and women to come in to tell your testimony to let somebody know this is what God. That's for me. One of the things that took place on the day of Pentecost, that Peter had a boldness that could that nobody could explain. Peter was able to, to speak a word and five thousand souls got saved. That's power and he spoke in the authority. That same principle that we did with Peter is also with us. It's also with us. The thing that we need to keep in mind, what we're trying to do, I don't let me speak for myself. What I'm trying to do I'm trying to make sure that the Holy Spirit is totally activating me that everything I do, I do because he, he said do it, just like Jesus. And I want, to, I want it to be activated to the point that I don't go unless he, he says go. I, if I, <laughs> I don't speak unless he says speak. And that's the way that we need to be. We need to be in a place in this day and time that we only speak the things that God why? Because the enemy is going like, around like a raging lion trying to see whom he can destroy, whom he can devour. It's on us, y'all. It's time for us as believers to operate in, um, in our faith, in the power and the authority God has given us. Amen. Amen. Let me read Luke 9, um, chapter 1 again. It says, uh, verse 1 again, it says, Then he called his 12 and gave them power and authority over all de- devils and to cure all disease. We have it. We 
we have the authority and everything. We have the power, amen, to, to walk up some, and not within our, ourselves, but within the, within the Holy Spirit to do some things. You know, so the question becomes, okay, why are people not getting healed like they should be? Why are people not, uh, why are the dead not ra- being raised? Is it, you know, what? what's, what's the difference here and stuff like that? Truly, I want to say to you today, and I'm saying to myself, I believe that, that we uh, don't have the faith that we think that we have. You know, and we have to uh, get to a point that we begin to, God's word unconditionally to see. I look, look, let me tell you this. I believe this. This is my true, true thing. You get like two people in church and they both in agreement and stuff with the Holy Spirit, all kinds of things will take place. You get three people in the church and they both in agreement and somebody like lay aside the sin weight that so easily beset them and everything and they begin to seek after after the things of God. I believe, man, miracles will take place. In fact, I've seen miracles in my life. I've seen miracles take place in other people's life. You and all of us should be in a setting that wherever we in a church, man, there should be some healing going on somewhere. There should be some power and there should be some authority in that church. Okay, there should be some healing, there should be some deliverance, there should be some hope being restored, there should be some joy, <laughs> there should be some prayers being answered, there should be some of everything taking place. In other words, that came in one way, but I'm leaving out something entirely different. All because of the glory and the honor of our awesome God is said to us that I want you to live and not die. Who am I speaking to today? God is saying to his, to his people, I want you to live and not die. I want you to live and not die. Okay, um, let's, I'm going to look at John chapter 16. This is verses 1. It says, these things have I spoken. This is Jesus speaking. He said, these things have I spoken to you that you should not be offended. They should put you out of the synagogues. He told me, they're going to put you out of the church because you said that you belong to Jesus Christ. Because you're walking in the authority. you walk in the in the anointing of the Son of the living God. He said, they should put you out of the synagogues. The time coming that whosoever killing you would think that they do God a service. Think that they, look, you got some of your, whether they be friends, whether they be lovers, whether they be your enemy, they're going to do you harm thinking that they're doing God a service. Why? Because there is something about you. Once you decide that you're going to serve God to the day you die and you're not going to let go, all kinds of craziness break loose. Once you decide, once you just make a decision in your life that for God I live and for God I die, all kinds of crazies are going to break loose in your life. They're going to have people try to take you out. You know, people, friends, relatives, whatever, people you don't even know. Never met you a day in their life. But because you, but because you declare and claim the name of Jesus Christ, they will try to take you out because you love Jesus and everything, and they look. Listen, and it's not them. It's not them. It's it's a spirit. It's the it's the evil spirit. It's that devil. Amen. Trying to do the thing because he recognized power. He recognized the authority that God has given you to declare the wondrous works of the Lord. He recognized the stuff like that. But you about your father's business. The Bible says, "Don't be weary and well doing." He's saying to you today, don't be weary and well-doing. Let me finish reading the scripture. We got a lot of scriptures to go over. I like to give, when I, when I teach, I like to give a lot of scriptures, okay? It says that, and these things would they do unto you, because they have not known the Father, nor me. 
They say they have a powerless, but deny the power thereof. They don't know God because if they truly knew God like they say they did and everything, and I'm not talking about Christians. Believers, I'm talking about the, all of them and stuff that they would have the stuff that they say and do, they wouldn't do. They wouldn't do. They, 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 have, they, they have not known the Father, nor they have known me. But these things have I told you that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you of that. This is Jesus speaking again. He says, And these things I said unto you at the beginning because I was with you. But now I go my way to him that sent me. He's going back to the Father. And none of you ask, What's that? But because I have said those things unto you, sorrow has filled your heart. He's, he's, he's getting ready to leave the scene, and the disciples are sorrowful right now. But then verse 7 is where I really wanted to go to. It says, nevertheless. One of the things I was talking about earlier, I was, I was thinking about earlier, I was thinking about a nevertheless. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart... You got to get this word in you say, if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and, and uh, of righteousness and judgment. Amen. He will reprove the world of sin or righteous judgment. See, this is where the power of the when the comforter begin to operate in your life and everything like that. They don't want to see you coming. They see you coming. When well, I think I talked about last week, there, there, there was a, 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 a demonic um, person that was filled with demons, and Jesus was uh, nowhere near him. But he saw Jesus coming. The yeah, first thing he did, he cried out to him. He said, wouldn't you come in to destroy us? Wait a minute. That's what the enemy does. The enemy is the one to destroy. But when the enemy saw Jesus, the first thing on his side, are you coming to destroy us? Man, that same principle applied for you too. Uh, that same principle applied for you too. You know, the enemy when he look at you, he should be looking at it in a point where they end that are you coming because I know that you are a child of the Most High God. You've been bought with the price. You are the King's kid. Are you coming to destroy us? And the answer you have, yes, we come to destroy you, Jack. We come to take back everything the devil ever stole from us. We come to claim and take back our families. Why? Because we have the power and the authority to do so. We come to a place right now that everything the enemy said I couldn't get, I can get now. We come to a place right now because we have the power and the authority and the anointing of Jesus Christ on our, in our life to walk a certain way before him. Be coming. We don't waste it enough time. It says, let me read it. I want to get to, yeah, that's, that was it. It said that, um, verse 13, I'm going to skip down to verse 13. It says, how be it when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you to all truth. But he should not speak of himself. But who, whatsoever he should hear, that should he speak. In other words, when the Holy Spirit is not speaking of himself, he's speaking exactly what God wants, wants, wants to speak. And then what you do, you speak exactly what the Spirit is to you, the power and authority. He said, he said, glorify me, glorify Jesus. But he shall receive of mine and shall shew unto you all things that the Father hath mine. Therefore, I say that he should take of mine and shall show unto you. Amen. He shall show unto you. Now, again, I, I really don't have time to really get into that scripture like I want, but the thing, you got, the thing that you got to understand, that God is trying to do something in your life. 
You may be wondering why you're going through trial after tribulation, after tribulation. But there is a process that you have to go through. Amen. I mean, there is a there is a process that you must go through. You must go through the process. You can't skip it. Amen. There's a sanctification process that you have to go through. There's a there's a, a shopping of your eye that you have to go through and everything. And all these things are part of it all, y'all. It's part of the thing of realizing who we are and, and the, the power and authority we have. Amen. I want to go ahead and um, I'm coming out of Acts 1 and I'm going to start at verse 3. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about this, and we're going to skip about a little bit. And I hope that I'm making sense to everybody. Again, y'all, I don't do Facebook Live, okay? But anyway, I, I mean, so I hope that I'm making sense uh, to those that are on Facebook Live and those that are in the studio, amen, that's listening through on uh, the studio. He says, Acts chapter 1, verse 3, he says, To whom also he, was, he showed unto himself alive after his passions by many infallible fallible proofs. Being seen of them forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. In other words, he'd given them instructions. When the Holy Spirit is operating in your life, when the power and the authority is up, he's going to give you instructions. Amen? He's going to give you instructions. But wait for the promise of the Father, which said he, Ye have heard of me, but John truly baptized with water, but ye should be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. This is what I'm talking about. We need that indwelling of the Holy Spirit working in us. He said, and he said it to him, it is not, uh, I just skipped it. It's fine. Okay, yeah, I'm skipping the verse, down to verse 7. He says, and he said to him, it is not for you to know the times of the season. They had asked him, uh, when would he restore Israel and stuff. He's saying, in other words, not uh, time for you to know all that. But verse 8 is where we go. But you should receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the utmost part of the earth. You shall receive power. You shall receive power. The Holy, Holy Spirit is indwelling in you. You got the power. It just needs to be activated. You need to put it to good use and everything. You need to get on your, get on your knees and begin to cry loud and swear that into the Father and begin to ask God, Lord, God, I need you. God, I can't do this by myself. God, you said you'd never leave me or forsake me. You got the power. You got the power to go back and reclaim your family. You know, you got the power and the authority to go back and reclaim your your family. As long as you do it in Jesus, don't be like the sons of Sceva. Say, Paul, I know, and, and, and Jesus, I know, and stuff that come out and everything, and then they got to beat down. Amen. Don't be like that, because the power and authority that you have is in Christ Jesus, not in yourself in a way. Amen. Amen. I want to um, look at, I'm, I know I'm going pretty fast because I'm trying to get through as much as because it's a lot of teaching here. Luke chapter 10, verses 1. It says, but after these things, uh, the Lord appointed other, another 70 also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place. In other words, he is sent out to 12. Now he's in a place that he's sending out, he's sending out 70. Okay, he sent them out two by two. And he says that the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. He said, pray ye therefore that the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers unto his harvest. And he told them, he said, verse 3, he said, go your ways. Behold, I send you 
forth as lambs among wolves. Karen neither, but he giving them instructions. He giving them a time that they had a, a place that they have to go and stuff like that. He's telling them what they need to do. He's giving them instructions. He says, carry neither purse nor script nor shoes. Salute no man, by the way. And whatsoever house you enter, first say, peace be unto you. It says, and if the son of peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, you should turn to you, you. You should turn to you again. It should turn to you again. And in the same house remaining, eating and drinking such thing as they give. For the labor is worthy of this house. He said, go not from house to house. He's giving them instructions. And into and in verse eight, and into whatever city you enter, and they receive you, eat such things that they are set before you, and heal the sick that they are therein, and say unto them, The kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. But into whatsoever city you enter, and they receive you not, go your ways out of the street of the same, and say, Even the very dust of your of, of your city, which cleaved on us, we do wipe against you. Notwithstanding, be sure of this, that the kingdom of God has come now unto you. But I say unto you that it should be more tolerable in that day of, of Sodom than for the city. I want to skip down to verse uh, 16. Again, this is coming out of Luke chapter 10, uh, verse 16. It says, he that heareth you, heareth me. In other words, uh, the power that I have, of the, that power that I'm giving you, he that despises you, despises me. In other words, when I when I'm beginning to speak to you to you and you speaking uh, what thus says the Lord and, and they despise you, they despising you because you telling them the truth. They despising God, man, despising Jesus. He said he uh, and the seventy return again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through that name. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power. In the name of Jesus, y'all. You know, there's power in the name of Jesus. He said, even the devils, amen, are subject to your name. Verse 18, he said, he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning and fall from heaven. Heaven, Behold, I give unto you. This is where I want to go. Amen. And my battery is getting low. Okay, I'm back. So this is where I want to go. He said, um, behold, I give unto you the power to treat, to tread on serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy, he's giving you the power to tread on on serpents and scorpions. You know, he's giving you the power to tread on every enemy, every, every dysfunction, every sickness, every disease, every hopelessness, every 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 unanswered whatever he may be going through. God is giving you the power and authority to trample on those things, serpents. What is the purpose of a serpent? A serpent is is meant to cause you harm, to hurt, to bite you, to poison your system. That's what a serpent does. A scorpion does the same thing. They produce a toxin or a poison that in some cases can kill you dead. In other words, whatever is meant to kill you dead, I'm giving you the power over it. Whatever is meant to take you out, I'm giving you the power over it. It says, and nothing by your enemies hurt you. More than I believe, this is, I believe that we, a lot of times, we hurt ourselves. We set our own self uh, because we get out of the grace and the protection of the Holy Spirit. But God has said, I want, today, he said, I want us to, do, to get back underneath the grace and the protection of me. I want you today to realize that I got you. 
that I would never leave you, nor would I forsake you. I got this. You know, I was telling someone, I was saying to them that a lot of times we have a we have a tendency to um, take something to Christ, uh, a prayer request or a, a petition or whatever, and as soon as we take it to him, we go back and pick it right back up. We go back and we worry all over again. You know, we worry all over again. God doesn't want us to do that. He wants us to be in a place that want, he he that we uh, we give him the the prayer and then, and then we trust and believe him that he's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do. It may not be in our time, but it's coming. It may not be when we want it to take place, but it's going to take place. <laughs> it may not be even, even the way that we want it, but guess what? God is going to do it. Too many times we as believers, we give up and everything uh, on, on, on our prayer requests, on our dreams, on our vision, on our family, amen, and, and too, way too quickly. That's what the enemy wants us to do. He wants us to give up very quickly on every single thing that we do. He wants you to give up. He wants you to throw in the time. He wants you to try to figure it out yourself. <laughs> he don't want you to give it to God. He don't want you to recognize that there's a power and there's an authority that's greater than anything that you can even think of. But there's a power and authority that will, <laughs> that will change your no-come to an outcome. That there's a power and authority that will turn your midnight into mourning, your, your sadness into joy. There's a power and authority that's waiting for you that will do just that if you trust him. That will do just that if you trust him. Amen. Let me let me go on because we still got a long way to go and I'm trying to get through this. Amen. 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 Get my screen just went blank. Everything is going blank on me. Amen. 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 I read that. Amen. My, my screen shut down on me, y'all. All right, but it's all good, okay? And it says, now it's then, okay, this is where it is. Verse 19, behold, I give you the power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, over all the power of the enemy, over all the power of the enemy, over all, not some, not that, that covers everything, everything. God has given the power and authority over all those things. Again, I want to say to you, but what 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 is what is needed? What is needed from you and me is the things that we talked about: obedience, humility. I mean, I mean, um, love. I mean, faith. I mean, all those things are part of it, man. Submission. All those things are part of it. Those things towards God. You know, all those things would would allow the power and authority to operate in its fullest. I look. I don't know about you, but I want it all. I want all my blessings. I want all the things that God has for me. I want to walk in the complete anointing and the holiness of him. I want my, my yay to be yay to him. <laughs> I want him to say, well done. When this is all dead and done and said, I want him, him to say, well done. You've been a good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. That means that I didn't always get it right. But there was a few things I did get right. And I gave God all the glory. I gave him all the honor. I magnified him. I praised him. You know, I lift up hands to him and I waved it. And I shout, hallelujah, God is good. And he reigns forever. <laughs> he reigns forever. Amen. 
It says, in that hour, now this is the scripture I want you to look at that. Really got to it. It says, in that hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth. Jesus rejoiced. Jesus, y'all. Jesus, praise God. So Jesus, he's the son of the living God. Praise God. What did that say for us? We should be in the place, even though we're going through our going through, that we're constantly worshiping and praising and giving glorifying God no matter what. You know, no matter whether he answered our, the prayer of the will we want, we constantly glorify God. I'm glorifying God and magnifying him and I'm praising him in the morning, but I'm also praising him in the midday and I'm praising him at night. If truth be told, I want, I want to praise him even when I'm sleeping if that's possible. Well, I guess you can't do dreams. But Jesus began to glorify God. He began to see what God was doing in the midst because the power and authority has been given to him, and he gave the power and authority to us. That's what we need to do. We need to be look beyond our circumstances and see the beyond. See the see into the next day. See the promises. See the amen. See the glory of the Lord that God is doing behind us. And God is doing some things in your in your life that are changing you. And you gotta recognize that. Sometimes sometimes you gotta cut off all the negative press and negative stuff that comes and you guys God show me you. Show me your glory. Show me your power. Show me all about you. And every now and then, just like Moses, he'll let you get a glimpse at the heart. And God is saying the same thing to us today, that I want to show you the glory. I want to show you my love. I want to show you what you mean to God is saying the same thing for you and me today. The world might be in complete chaos, political and, 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 and chaos stuff going on, but God is still God and he never changed. He said, I'm God and I'm God all by myself and I never change. God is looking right now for a few good faithful warriors that was willing to operate in the power and the authority. They're just willing to stand. And after they have done all they can, stand. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. See God doing his thing. I don't know about you, but I want to be in a place that I begin to see God. God, work it out. Lord, work it out for my favor. God, work it out for my family. Work it out for my friends. Work it out for my enemy. Show them a more excellent way, which is Jesus Christ. Show them you, Jesus. Show them the glory of you. Show them what you died for. Show them how you bled on the cross. Lord. Show you every drop was for them. Show you, show you, show them, show them to you, show it to them, Lord Jesus. So, Lord Jesus, when they they beat you all night long, it was for, for us, God. When they put nails in your hand, Jesus, it was for us, Lord Jesus. Every strike was for us, God. It was for us so that we might have fellowship with you, so that we might be with you. Show them, Jesus. Show them your way. Show them your way. Let me read on. It says, oh, Father, it says, thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that I hid these things from the wise and the prudent, has revealed it, uh, them unto the babes, even so, Father. For so it seemed good in my sight. All things are delivered to me, to all, to me of my Father. And no man knoweth who the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son, and he, and he to whom the Son will reveal. Jesus is revealing himself in this day and time that we live in. 
There's a there's a cry that's going on in the wilderness. There's a voice that's being spoken up in the wilderness, declaring the name of the Lord. Prepare the name of the Lord. There is a cry. Even whether you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior or not, there's a cry that's going on. You might be going through some some trial. There's a cry that's going out into the wilderness, declaring the way of the Lord. Declare the, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't have to go through these things by yourself. You don't have to face these obstacles in your life by yourself. You don't. There's a cry for you. You know, when I think about myself, and for those that don't know me, many of you know that I've had one that had a stroke and had a series of strokes for the last 10 years now, serious strokes and seizures and all that kind of stuff. There was many times in my end that I didn't think I would even make it. There were many times that I was, I was I truly got to be transparent, that I begged God to take me out. Begged God to take me out because I couldn't be the a man that, that I thought I wanted, needed to be. Uh, I couldn't go forth and I couldn't preach and I couldn't teach it anymore because the stroke had me to a place where they was willing, almost willing to put me in a nursing home. You know, there was a, there, there's a testimony here and everything, you know, that I just wanted to give up. And I said, God, I just can't do it anymore. You know, why did you bring me this far by faith and let me have the stroke and then turn around and leave me and stuff? I didn't truly understand that he never left my side. I didn't truly understand at that point that there was purpose in everything that God did and everything. And I want to say to my brothers and my sisters right now, there is purpose of everything that is happening in your life. Don't give up. Don't give in. But hold on. Know that God is working things out in your favor. Know that God is working on things that are in your favor. Experience that power and authority through Jesus Christ that is in the inner man part of you. It's all up in your belly. Experience what that means and walk in the authority. Walk in the knowingness of knowing that God is with you. Walk in that with you today that he loves you and there's nothing, and there's nothing you can do. Walk in it, but Jesus died on the cross. Walk in it and know without a Sabbath doubt that every night that you go to sleep, He's watching over you. Walk in the anointing, walk in the purpose. It would have don't let nobody, no naysayers come into you and take your anointing away or take the plan that God has from you away. But you get to a place where you begin to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord operating in your life. Because that's what he was. That's what that's what he was. Amen. It says, uh, <laughs> "I'm going. I'm off now." Uh, it says, "All things are delivered unto me, unto me of my Father." Do you realize what that means? That means that before the foundation of the earth, you know, while you was yet in your mother's womb, you was delivered unto the Father. Before re- the creation of the world, you was delivered unto the Father. That means God got you. That means he's he's there. Look, I can't really get my camera's too small. But he's there with open arms with you right now. You know, right now for you, he's there with open arms. And that person that's thinking about suicide, that person that's going through a relationship with their family, with their sons or daughters, God is there for you right now. And he's he's molding you. He's making you. He's grooming you into a, 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 a artistic piece, something great and wonderful, but you got to go through the process because it's all part of the power and authority that he's trying to do within you, but you got to know this for yourself. 
You got to know this for yourself. Now, I want to, okay, I got about 20. I got, I want to read this last scripture. This is coming out of Acts chapter 3, verses 1. This is one of my, one of my favorite scriptures that I love to read and I love to, to get into. It says, Acts chapter 3, verse 1, it says, Now Peter and John went into together into the temple at the hour of being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily in the temple, which is called the arms of them that entered into the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked arms. In other words, he was in a place that he was begging. He was in a place that that he couldn't do anything for himself. No doubt there had to be people that come and place him at this gate called Beautiful every single day to ask our homes because he couldn't work, you know, and everything. He couldn't do anything. He was lame. He couldn't do anything. He needed the help of others. And no doubt, no doubt there were probably days that were good days when he got some, some money and there were probably days that he didn't get anything. But yesterday he was persistent laying um, at, the, at this gate called Beautiful to ask arms. Don't know what the, the Bible doesn't get into, what his history was, or nothing like Don't even know. Don't even know what his history Don't know why he, why, why he was, um, why he was laid. Don't know. Amen. Let me continue. Who seeing Peter and John about to go to that temple, asked the arms. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John looked on Look, it says, look on us. Peter, amen. <laughs> and John about to go to my son. And Peter fastened his, his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. Look on us. There is something, you know, even with that, they, Peter, Peter and John, right at this point, operating in the authority right, and in the power of Jesus Christ. They operate in the authority and the power of Jesus. Like they even look at somebody, say, look on us. They won't ask the man to look at their flesh and everything like that, but they will ask the man to look at the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, whichever you prefer that was in the man. Amen. Let me read on. It says that we see Peter and John about to go to the temple, ask arms, and Peter fastened his, his eyes upon him with John said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then I want to get to verse 6. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give thee. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give thee. Yeah, yeah. And it says, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of the power and authority that that has brought me this far and put me in a position to speak to you and everything, walk. In the name of the authority of Jesus Christ and the power that has been given to Jesus Christ to give to me, in other words, I'm on a speech to somebody, I'm claiming my family back. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the authority and the power, I'm, I'm Healing and deliverance taking place in the name of Jesus. And he says, the Bible says, verse 7, he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle and bones received strength. The Bible said immediately when you are and me and the people of God are operating in the authority and the power, something takes place immediately. 
immediately God began to operate and stuff like that. When we operate and we yield to the Holy Spirit, we in submission, when we are in obedience, amen, when we're in relationship, all this, when we love, you know, when we're in relationship, I keep going back to the word relationship and everything, something takes place immediately, amen. Maybe you, some, in some cases, you might be able to see it from the naked eye, but there's a warfare that is going on on your behalf immediately. The angels have been put on notice to go in warfare, go and fight for you and for me, and to and, and to remind them and stuff like that that your answer is coming through. It says, and all the it says um, he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle and bones received strength. And he leaped up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple. Walking and leaping <laughs> and praising God. That's what I'm talking about. He said the Bible said that he and 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 he 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 leaping up. He didn't just stand up, y'all. He leaped up. There is time for out for us standing. There is time for us to leap. I don't know about you, but it's time for me to leap. The Bible says he leaped, leaping up, stood and walked. And entered with them. Um, I just skipped the scripture. Amen. <laughs> and then it says, and, with, and then entered with the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Oh man, he walked into the temple, uh, <laughs> leaping and praising God. In other words, he didn't finish leaping. He continued to leap, leaping. The power and the authority did that because it was Peter and not because it was John, but because it was Jesus Christ. The power and authority is operating in your life today because God wants to do something new for you. He wants to wake you up out of your slumber. You've been, you've been sleeping way too long. He wants to let you know that I, I, I got you. <laughs> and the Bible says that and all the people saw him walking and praising God. He's still praising God. You ever meet people that constantly praising God? They just so you know, people that are so grateful. The Bible says, to whom much who is given, much is required. They're grateful that God has brought them through some things. They're grateful for them that they helped the process. They're grateful that God healed them. They're grateful. They just say, oh, God, I just thank you. Everything out of God, I just thank you. You ever, be, you ever experience that type of thing? That everything you do, you just thanking God for everything. Then you turn around and thank God for nothing. You thank God for everything. Then you thank God for nothing. Oh, man, you're just grateful. Man, it's just grateful. Let me continue on. It says that all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he which set for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened. And as the lame man, and as the lame man which was here held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's. Greatly wonder, greatly wonder. Greatly wondered, and when the P- Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, "Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this, or why look at ye so earnestly, earnestly on us, as though by our own power or holiness we made this man to walk?" In other words, it's not about me, it's not about you, but it's about the power of the awesome God. It's about the power of the authority of Jesus Christ. It's about the Holy Spirit operating in our life, you know, that we are bearing fruit, but not just any kind of fruit. We're bearing much fruit. Immediately, the man walked. And that's what I want for us today. That's what I want for you. 
I want that same power, that same authority to operate in you. I'm going to get a little close and personal right now, okay? I want it to operate in you. I want you to know that God loves you, that you are not alone, that he has great things in store for you and everything, that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, okay? I want you to understand that when he died on the the cross for your sins, he knew, talking to the believers right now, he knew you would fall down. He knew that you would have days that you would just completely miss it. He knew that you would have days that you would completely just doubt him. He knew all those things. He did. He knew all those things. But even still with all of that, he was willing to die on the cross for you and me. And we give, thank him. Okay? We thank him. Now, for those that don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he's there for you. The Bible says if you go confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, the same shall be saved. Okay? All right? And once you confess, Lord God, I'm a sinner, and I come to you right now, submitting my life unto you, that you will have your way into me that you would do what is necessary, then you have been born again. You have been changed. And the fact of the matter, you need to find a Bible-believing church, a church that would teach sound doctrine, a church that would that begin to love on you like Jesus did, a church that won't look in you in, in judgment, but a church that would, be a, that, would, that, would, that would disciple you. I'm grateful today that you took time out of your day to listen to this broadcast. I'm grateful today for you. My prayer is that God would answer your prayer, that he would look after you. He would do whatever is needed in your your life. He would change you. He would protect you. He would restore those things that the canker worm and the grasshopper and the palmer worm have already eaten, you know, that he would not allow you to give up. Amen. So I want to thank those that have been listening through Facebook. Um, blog talk radio and all the different platforms. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you. This is Reverend Ray. This has been Friday Night Joy, the power and authority. This is part two. You can listen to part one if you go to blog talk radio. Amen. Let's go ahead and close out in prayer that we um, will do some other things. Okay. Amen. Father God, we come today for praying for your people. Praying to God that you know everything that you God, you know their tears, their frowns, their joys, their laughter, their sadness, God. You know every situation they are facing in their life. So, Father, we lift up a special prayer for every single one of them. You know them name by name. You know them soul by soul and spirit by spirit. You know what they have gone through. You know what they are about to go through, God. You know what you have brought them through. You know they are testimony, God. So today, God, we pray today. That you will begin, Lord Jesus, to come in to restore, Lord Jesus, again, what the canker worm and the locust and the grasshopper and the palmer worm have destroyed, God. That you begin, God, to bring them back into a right relationship with you, God. That you, Lord Jesus, not only begin to do something great and wonderful in their life, God, but in their family's life, God, and their loved ones, God. We pray right now for revival to take place and from the pulpit to the door, from the door to the pulpit, God. We 
We pray for revival to take place like never ever before, God. The people might court run, come running, crying out, what must I do to be saved? We pray for revival to take place, God, from the pulpit to the door, from the door to the pulpit, God, that even the preachers and the apostles and the bishops, God, God, and the, the pastors, God, and the teachers and the evangelists, God, and the ministers, God, and the missionaries, God, and all of those, the musicians, God, begin to cry unto you, Lord Jesus, begin to submit themselves to Begin to turn from their ways, God, and seek after the things of you, God. Begin, Lord, to worship you in spirit and in truth, God. Begin to shout hallelujah and glory to your name, God. We pray today, God, that you would do this thing not for us, God, for your name's sake, God. That you might get all the glory. That you might get all the power. That you might get all the honor. Come, Holy Spirit. Come. Come with all your might and your glory, God. You set the atmosphere, God. Now there to be a shift, God, in the body of Christ, God. That we won't see the world, but we you, Jesus, that we will act like you, Lord Jesus, that we will walk like you, God, we we will speak like you, Lord Jesus, that we will love like you, Jesus, we, Lord Jesus, will be the epistle, God, the men will see and read, God, all the things that you are, Holy Spirit, we pray in the day that you will do this for your name's sake, we need you today, God, we need you in this environment today, God, that everything is going crazy, and everything is going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, God, but we know in whom we believe, and we know that you are able, well able to keep those things that we you have submitted into your hands. So, Father, today we pray to you that you will have your way in our life. Break down every idol, cast out every foe, Lord Jesus. Break down every stone barrier, whatever it might be, God. Cause us, Lord Jesus, to seek after you. Cause us, God, to, to come to you, Lord Jesus, that we might repent of everything and everything that is not pleasing to you, Lord Jesus. Allow us to sanctify our life and our thought, Lord Jesus. Allow us to live, God, glory in you, Lord Jesus. Allow us to, to worship in you, Lord Jesus. We need you today, God, in this, in this place that we live in, in this country, God. We're praying for revival, Lord Jesus, to take place in the youth, God. We're praying for the acknowledgement, God, to take place in, the, in, in leadership, Lord Jesus. We are seeking after the things of you, God. We are with the, those that have a desire, those that have a desire to please you and to walk after your statutes, Jesus, and to, 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 to obey your commandments and to be obedient to you, God. And that's what we want to do. We want to be obedient to everything there is about you. We're praying for healing. There might be someone that might be going through or disease or cancer or AIDS or, or whatever it might be, God. We're praying for healing. Man, somebody might be having heart problems, God. Somebody might be having a stroke. We're praying for healing today, God. We're praying for those that have thought about suicide and what else to do? About to throw in the towel, about to do themselves harm and somebody else. We pray that you will send ministry angels to tap them on the shoulder and to remind that you're still God and you can bring them life, but not just life, life more abundantly. We pray today, God, that you would do it for your name's sake, God. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you would go, God, into all the world, God, from the north and to the south and to the east and to the west, God, and begin to change. Jesus, a miraculous thing taking place. We pray today, God, that you would do it, Lord Jesus, for every continent there is in this world, God. 
for those that are being persecuted for your namesake, Lord Jesus. We pray that you will continue to strengthen them, God. We pray for those that are going through many trials and many tribulations, God. We pray that you remind them they are not alone, God. We continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Lord Jesus. For this is what you said for us to do, God. We continue to pray, God, that you will have your way in the world that we will submit ourselves unto you, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to you. We pray today, God, that we would do exactly that. We pray that you will begin to restore our joy, that we will begin to restore our joy, that we might begin to praise you from our belly, God. We begin to praise you and worship you from our belly because you just that kind of, kind of God, that you've been so good. God, we're praying for restore of our joy, restore of our joy, Lord Jesus, that we begin to declare the wondrous works of you, we pray today, God, that you will have mercy on us. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Again, I want to welcome you and thank you all those who have been listening through Facebook Live. I pray this has been a blessing to you. Please like us on Facebook. Amen. And show, show us some love. You can listen to this broadcast in about a couple of 20 minutes all over again on Blog Talk Radio, iHeart Radio, Spreaker, and some other different places that we broadcast on. I do want to remind everybody, amen, especially men, look, check out Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk. We have a Facebook page there. We'd like for you to go and like that page and you can post comments there and everything. And yes, it says Real Men, but this is for the women too and everything because we want us as men to be the men of God that uh, the God has called us to be, and too, too, for too long we have not been in a position, not all, but many of us have not been in a position. So this is a prayer that men will be in position and be obedient to the call that God has given us, amen, um, and be uh, be that exactly what God called us to be. So we, we want to do that and everything. And um, so we're excited about what God has done with the, the men that um, Elston Green and Cleophis Malone and Antonio Mitchell and myself and a few other men that are coming forth. And uh, we thank God for all the men that are part of When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. Amen. Uh, we are in the process of growing. Amen. We uh, should have another broadcast starting up uh, next. Um, I'm sorry, in January, January, February, another broadcast. So God is working things out in our favor. Amen. We are uh, a ministry of love. We are 501c3. And if you desire to sow a seed into the ministry, you can do so by going to whenchristianspeak.com and clicking on the Donate Now button. Amen. Everything is PayPal. Everything is secure. Amen. Um, we will get in contact with you. Send your letter out for your donation for tax purposes. Amen. So with that being said, we are done and we are out of here. Thank you for listening. In. I hope this home made sense. I hope it was good, man. I know it was good for me. I love the people of God. I have a great desire for the people of God to see the plans of God come to truth. Amen. God bless you. This is Reverend Ray, and we're signing out. God bless you.